Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast that makes you smarter with each episode, (laughs) or at least I try to. All right, let's start off with a quick review of a fallacy we covered a few weeks ago, circular reasoning. So circular reasoning is an argument that says A is true because B is true and B is true because A is true. It just kind of goes in circles. So for example, I could say using logic is important because it's important to use logic. See what I did there? That is circular reasoning. So here's a question to ask yourself if you're faced with circular reasoning. Is that really a good reason to believe this argument or is that just restating the original argument? All right. If you want to review or learn about circular reasoning or you want to hear more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 13. All right, let's dive into today's uh, new topic. So hopefully you listened to yesterday's episode on propaganda because today's episode is all about the appeal to emotion and it's really a continuation of the conversation we had yesterday. Now, before we dive into this, I want to be clear about something. Our emotions aren't bad. We were created with emotions and they're one of the ways that we are made in God's image. They're a gift to us to help us connect more deeply with others and with the world around us. They give us information and feedback about things we need to be paying attention to. So I am not at all saying we should ignore our emotions or pretend they don't exist, nor am I saying they're bad. They're not. They're an important part of us and it's part of what makes us human. The problem, however, comes when we start to be led by our emotions, when we make decisions based on our emotions only without filtering them through our brain cells first. This is exactly why I started this podcast. The vast majority of people have not been taught how to think well, so by default, they make their decisions off their emotions. So let me use this example and hopefully it'll make a little more sense. It's like the difference between a thermostat and a thermometer. So a thermostat is what determines the temperature of of a room, right? You set the thermostat to 70 degrees and that thermostat will turn on the furnace or the air conditioner and either heat up or cool off that room till it gets to 70 degrees. Whereas In contrast, the thermometer reacts to the changes in the room and tells you what's going on in the room. It doesn't decide what's going on in the room. It just tells you what's happening, right? It tells you what the temperature is. You adjust the thermostat first and the thermometer responds to the temperature change. That's what our relationship should be between our thinking and our emotions. We can use our emotions as a thermometer to give us information about what's going on around us. Our emotions make a great thermometer, quite frankly, but they don't make a good thermostat. Our thinking and seeking the truth should be the thermostat. Once our emotions make us aware of something that needs attention, we need to use our mind and good reasoning to help us decide what actions need to be taken. Okay, hopefully you see the relationship between the two. Hopefully that makes sense. Now, most people have not been taught this. And since they don't know how to think well, they're easily manipulated by their emotions. When someone tries to manipulate you through your emotions, that is called an appeal to emotion. An appeal to emotion is when someone tries to get you to think or believe or behave in a certain way by making you feel something rather than by presenting a logical argument. 
So appeal to emotion can happen in a lot of different ways. For instance, shampoo and makeup commercials will play on a woman's emotions of wanting to feel beautiful or be accepted when they just talk about how beautiful they'll look after using their products, right? Car commercials do the same thing when they talk about how sophisticated and successful you'll look driving that car. They're playing on our emotions, on an emotion to make a decision to purchase their products. Or how about when your parents or you, if you are a parent, say something like, don't do that. It makes me sad. Or you don't want to hurt their feelings, do you? Okay. Are they giving you any real arguments for why you should or shouldn't do something? No. It's just an appeal to an emotion. Here's the problem with appeals to emotion and why they're a fallacy. There's no real substance behind the appeal. It's just shallow to try to get someone to do something based only on a feeling. We should be giving solid, good, honest reasons for why something really is what we say it is. Here's another example. Appeals to emotion can get really dangerous when they're used as an argument to pass bills into law. People are very easy to manipulate emotionally. The right combination of words, images, and music can evoke very strong feelings in people. And strong feelings can be very motivational. We see this when politicians have some favorite bill they want to get passed, but they know it may not have much support. So they will create their entire campaign around an appeal to emotion. Do you want to feel safer? Or aren't you tired of feeling ignored? And people will jump on that bandwagon without even stopping for a minute to ask any good questions about the facts behind the bill. Or they won't even read the bill or about the validity of the arguments being made. I'll bet you can come up with some other examples of where you have seen appeals to emotion. And if you do, send them to me. I'd love to hear them and will most likely even share them. So now, what, you know, does this mean that anytime someone evokes emotion, they're being manipulative? No, it doesn't. If you give a solid argument for something, and let's say you include an example, and that example evokes emotion, you probably have a really solid argument. But just to play on the emotion alone without giving the solid argument is a flimsy appeal to emotion. So here's the question to ask yourself if you're facing an appeal to emotion. Is what they're saying being backed up by a real argument, or are they just trying to play on my emotions? Let me say it again. Is what they're saying being backed up by a real argument or are they just trying to play on my emotions? All right, join me tomorrow and we're going to discuss another type of appeal to emotion, the appeal to pity. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.